You're now listening to the audible sanctuary that delves into the transformative power of embracing the more tender aspects of femininity. I'm your host, Dale Pasco, committed to making the allure of gentleness irresistible and showing you that it's safe to live in the soft side of womanhood. Hey y'all, welcome to season two's final episode of She's So Soft. Before we get into everything, let's go ahead and say our affirmations and then we'll jump into the topic at hand. I am open to healing and rebuilding friendships that may have faced challenges. I release the need to be right and prioritize the importance of understanding and compromise. I am capable of initiating difficult conversations with kindness and empathy. Every step I take towards reconciliation Reconciliation is a step towards growth and maturity. Rebuilding our friendship is a journey and I am patient with the process. So write those down, speak them often, and remember they're most effective when applied with action. We have made it to the 24th episode of She's So Soft. Thank you all for who have been tuning in, have been sharing, have been sending it to your friends, leaving feedback, sending me questions to my personal inbox. I appreciate every single step of it all. I am grateful for the consistency and even the fact that we're just building a community over here on the soft side of womanhood. All right. So today we're going to go ahead and end this out with talking about reestablishing friendships after they have been damaged. Last week, I told y'all to go ahead and put on your clean panties. That was a very interesting conversation. Um, it had to do with hygiene, but it also had to do with the effects that that has on your mental health. Because believe it or not, making your bed first thing in the morning is not the only thing that helps you have a great and productive day. But being intentional with the undergarments you're wearing and being very strategic with what you're putting on in the secret places really does play on your mind throughout the day. So if you haven't, go ahead and listen to that one and you can come back here or you can play this and go back and play that one. Friend, again, how to reestablish friendships after they have been damaged. Listen, I'll give a little backdrop of my relationships and then I'll share how I even came to having this topic come up. Let's see. Yeah, my relationships are in great standing. I will say I've had many of the same friendships from when I was a younger child through middle school, um, high school, even into adulthood. There have been friendships that have fallen off over the years and I've had some encounters that weren't very pleasant. However, when it came to reestablishing them, it was never an issue. I think there's one relationship that I'm going to share on that the Lord asked me if I wanted to rekindle and I'll get into that in a minute. I'm not going to get into that yet. Aside from that, I have had sometimes where friendships ended, sometimes on a good note, sometimes just because life was lifing and sometimes on a bad note. When I look back at the process of reestablishing them, they've never been distasteful. So I'm going to share some of the things that I have experienced, some of the things that I've learned, and some ways that you can 
identify if a relationship is worth rekindling or if it's good to just leave it where it's at and some things that you should look at while going through that process. Let me go here. This is how this conversation even came up. So I was in the shower one day and the Lord just began to speak to me about a friendship that I had a few years ago. And he said, would you be open to rebuilding this relationship? And I sat for a moment and really checked my heart to evaluate if I had any ill feelings. Because up until that point, when I would hear this person's name and I would see them, I would just roll my eyes and be like, listen, I'm, I'm good. But when the Lord asked me that question that day, I sat for a second and I answered back and I said, I'm not really sure. I said, I don't see the benefit of being friends with them again. However, I'm not necessarily closed off to it either. And so that was the end of that. I didn't hear anything else from the Lord at that point regarding that situation. But as the days passed, the question was still, you know, ringing in my ear. And I went back to the Lord and I said, I don't have any unforgiveness towards them. At least that, not that I'm aware of. If I do, please bring it to my attention. To give you an honest answer, I don't desire to build a relationship with them again. And it's not because of any ill. It's not because I'm holding anything against them or I feel any type of way. I just don't see the purpose of reestablishing that relationship. And that was it. And so over the, you know, months and stuff like that, God would just talk to me about how we are to go through the process of reconciliation, the process of forgiveness, the process of making sure we don't have any odds with anyone. But that does not always mean that you have to build that friendship back up in such a way or that relationship, because it may not be a friendship anymore, that relationship back up in such a way to where you guys reconnect and try to build another relationship again. There are times where you can go through a process of forgiveness and totally cleansing the slate, but you still have no desire to reconnect. And I want to let you know that that is okay. Now, unless the Lord is giving you very specific instructions as to why you need to connect, you don't have to. There are many times when we as believers feel like because we're believers, we have to be friends with everyone. And one thing I have been learning is everybody does not get to be called friends. Everybody does not get to have a second chance after the first one was destroyed or the fifth one was destroyed. I don't always get a second chance, right, with other people when, if a relationship is destroyed and it's perfectly okay. It's okay to say everything's good, we're fine, but we are not going to connect it that way again. However, if you are in the process or you do have a desire to reestablish and rebuild a relationship, it's important to note that there are a few things that come with that process. Good, hopefully good, and some that may be bad that you may want to look out for. So when it comes to restoring a relationship, I believe that there's a lot of emotional healing that takes place. You know, we talk a lot about relationships, you know, breaking up with boyfriends or going through divorces and other situations and having odds with a parent. But what about when you break up with a friend, right? And you're not even aware of the pain that can come from disconnecting from someone that you simply called a friend. There should be 
a level of emotional healing because you are going to that person or they're coming to you and you guys are fostering a sense of closure and resolution, right? You're closing the past, resolving what took place and making sure you're staying in a state of resolve now, okay? That is what it looks like when it's done properly and in a healthy state. Another thing that you should be able to expect and hopefully they should be able to expect is personal growth. So when you are navigating challenges and relationships, this provides an opportunity for both parties to grow personally. One, because it requires self-reflection, which we're going to get into, and the development of healthier communication skills, right? Because I can't come to you and bring an issue to you and expect a relationship to be reestablished if I don't come to you the right way in a healthy way. Another thing that should be expected is that your meaningful connection with that person is preserved. So meaningful friendships are extremely valuable. I don't think we understand the value on a friendship to the extent that God intended for it to be. Friendships are so, so valuable. Their support systems, it's sisterhoods, it's just meaningful connections that we don't even realize we can lose if we're no longer connected to a specific person, right? So reestablishing these meaningful connections helps to preserve the bonds and shared experiences that have shaped your relationship. So now, of course, you're not going back to what was, but you're saying from this moment forward, let's make sure we're preserving our connection. We're being intentional with our connection and let's shape it in a way that works for both of us. So reestablishing a damaged friendship, it can be a delicate process, right? Especially between women. I think men can experience it as well, but they're a little different. However, I have seen where their reconnection takes a lot of work as well. But being that we're talking about um, womanhood, it can be a very delicate process that requires patience. It can require empathy, self-awareness, that you honestly be truthful. And here are a few things that you should definitely take heed of while navigating this journey of reestablishing and rebuilding a relationship. One, you want to be self-reflective. You need to reflect on your actions and your emotions. It's important that you understand your role in the dynamics of the friendship and identify areas that you need to personally grow. We can't put this on everyone else. There are possibly parts that you played in the ending of that relationship, okay? It's easy for us to just play victim and be like, oh, this happened to me and this happened, but is there something that you could have done better? It's also important that you express yourself, share your feelings openly and honestly. Use I statements that express your emotions without placing blame. Okay, what that looks like, you know, I felt as though our relationship was headed down a wrong path. And when I was not able to express how I felt with you, it made me feel like I was hitting a wall in this relationship. So it's not like you're saying you made me feel like I had no voice in this relationship and I feel like this relationship ended because you were closed off. That's going to close them off, right? So make sure you are speaking in a way where you're taking responsibility for your side and not putting blame on them. Although you're bringing it to their attention and saying, hey, this is how I felt in this. Don't place the blame. Another important thing is that you listen actively. Make sure you're listening 
when your friend shares their perspective. Validate their feelings the same way you want your feelings to be validated and demonstrate empathy. So don't just push them off and make it feel like, make them feel like what they're saying is not important. Don't have a closed ear. Make sure you're hearing what they're saying and repeat back what they're saying to them. Okay, I heard I heard you say that you felt like you weren't heard. What are some ways that I could have been a better friend to help you feel heard in this relationship? Another thing is apologizing and forgiving. Okay, this is huge. Apologize. We live in a time where people feel like apologizing is beneath them. Or oh, I'm not gonna apologize because they just need to see my change of behavior. That's awesome and that's great. But sometimes you simply want to hear, listen, I apologize for what I did to you. Like I can change my actions, but what in you feels like you just can't simply say, I apologize. When people do that, it literally makes me burn on the inside. And I'm just like, you can't even say I apologize, but you want to say that your actions are changing. Why can't you say you apologize? Because you felt like you did nothing wrong? So offer a sincere apology for any of the actions that may have contributed to the damage of that relationship and be open to forgiving your friend for any past transgressions, right? This is a relationship you want. So forgiveness and apologies are necessary. We talk about this often, but make sure you are establishing boundaries, okay? Do this by clearly communicating your boundaries and expectations of the future of the relationship, for the future of the relationship. This will ensure that both you and her are on the same page. Seek to understand, rebuild trust gradually. Remember that it takes time for trust to be rebuilt. However, it can definitely be rebuilt if both parties are willing to put the necessary work in. Be patient and be consistent in your actions to demonstrate reliability and commitment to the relationship. If you need to, don't frown upon seeking counseling or mediation. There are times when necessary, you have to bring someone else in to help both of you communicate what needs to be said effectively and to make sure there are no daggers being thrown or just to make sure everything's putting on the, being put on the table the way that it needs to. Another thing is to set realistic expectations, okay? Let's be realistic. Don't expect your friend to call you every single day when you know they have a whole husband out here, their life is changing, they can't be up under you like they were when y'all were both single. So set realistic expectations. I had someone who was up in a frenzy when I got married and they just didn't like it. Like they were like, well, she's not calling me this much. I couldn't. I was going through a totally different process, right? So make sure you're being realistic with what you're expecting if you are or when you go through this process of reestablishing a relationship. Here are some things that you want to pay attention to as red flags. If you're going to this person to reestablish a relationship and you notice these things, it's possible that you might not want this relationship to be remended. And make sure you're not being this person either. If there's a lack of accountability, if they're constantly avoiding taking responsibility for their actions or they try to deflect blame onto you or other people, it will definitely hinder the rebuilding process. If they are unwilling to communicate, if they're refusing or consistently avoiding open communication, that can definitely be a red flag. Both of you have to be willing to discuss your feelings and concerns because relationships 
don't just take one side. They take all parties that are involved. If you're seeing repeated patterns or behaviors, you're noticing that the same harmful behaviors or actions are leading to that same type of damage that you experienced before. It's possible that there are no genuine efforts of change being put in place. This could definitely be a sign that the friendship is at risk of repeating past issues. Don't ignore those things. If you notice that said person has a lot of manipulative behaviors, okay, they like to manipulate people, they like to manipulate you, they like to put you in the wrong light, they're always a victim. They're constantly guilt tripping or emotionally manipulating you. Baby, please just leave it where it's at. Unless the Lord, again, is telling you this is a relationship that needs to be established and you just have to go through this process with this person, then do that. But if you took this upon yourself and you're noticing these things, leave it alone. If that person fails to acknowledge the impact that their actions had on you, and vice versa, they can't be genuinely concerned about how you feel, right? They just honestly can't. And so that's something that you want to take into consideration because how are we going to reconcile something if you can't even hear what I'm telling you and say, okay, you know what? I understand and I acknowledge why you could think that way even if it's not true, but let me at least try to empathize with where you are, which takes me here. If they have a lack of empathy, a genuine willingness to understand and empathize with each other's perspective is definitely vital. A lack of empathy may suggest an unwillingness to consider the other person's feelings. If you can't be considerate of them and they can't be considerate of you, What's the purpose of moving forward in this relationship? This relationship takes consideration across the board. If you're constantly noticing that there are rapid escalation of conflicts, like consistently, if conflicts escalate quickly or become frequent, it may indicate that underlying issues are not being effectively addressed. Somebody still has some pain somewhere and there are some triggers being tapped on or touched on that's causing these conflicts to come to the surface all the time, rapidly. So you want to deal with those and pay attention to that. Again, if unrealistic expectations are being put on the board as requirements and you know that you can't meet those expectations or that person will not be able to honor those expectations, then leave it where it's at because unrealistic expectations can be problematic, okay? If you know this person cannot give you the time that you're looking for, using this as an example again, and you just need a friend right now that is just constantly available for whatever reason, listen, leave it where it's at. Or if they're putting that demand on you and you know that you can't give them what they want, leave that where it's at. And that's perfectly okay. Or put things in place and say, hey, listen, you're demanding a lot. Is there something that you need from a healing standpoint? Or is it possible I might need some type of healing because why am I requiring so much of you in this area? There are some expectations that we have in friendships that are perfectly normal and fine. And then there are some that make you side-eye people and be like, okay, babe, you're doing a lot, okay? So you want to figure out what that looks like for you and your relationships and move from there. If you notice that this person is consistently negative and their attitude switches from zero to 5,000 in seconds all of the time, you may see that as a red flag. Again, it may be something that you simply help them navigate through. And this is the last one that I have. If you notice that you're constantly feeling drained or unhappy and you see that the effort of rebuilding the friendship consistently leaves you or her feeling this way, it may be worth reassessing the viability of the relationship. If y'all 
y'all are both draining each other or you're draining her, she's draining you, it's possible that this is not a relationship that you need right now or if at all. It's important to assess the relationship as a whole and figure out if this is something that needs to be rekindled or if you simply just need to come back and say hey I forgive you I apologize for this this and this or if it's a relationship that you can let go of all of the past hurts and stuff but you just want to leave it where it's at remember you don't have to be friends with everyone okay you get to make that decision I remember God telling me that like you get to decide who your friends are like it's okay to say I want this person to be my friend or I don't really want to connect with them in this way it's okay to do that you don't have to build a relationship with everyone but at the same time if you know that you have a longing and a desire to be reconnected to someone don't allow pride to be the thing that keeps you from rebuilding that relationship apologizing as necessary and voicing your concerns so that your relationship can be given life again and can thrive from this moment forward and don't feel like you don't need friends because we all need friends so that concludes the last episode of season two for she's so soft i want to thank you for tuning in and exploring the reestablishing of relationships after they have been damaged remember the journey to rebuild and reconnect is often filled with ups and downs but it is a journey worth taking if you have found value in today's episode please don't forget to subscribe rate and leave a review your feedback is greatly appreciated feel free to also share with a fellow soft babe as well and if you haven't found me on youtube yet go ahead over to my channel day lk pasco and tune in over there where we talk about all things womanhood and femininity from a faith perspective next week's title on she's so soft is it's a privilege to be around me. I'm not even going to get into all that. We'll figure out what that's about next week. As always, thank you for tuning in and being a part of the She's So Soft community. I am your host, Dale Pasco. Remember, you're too soft to be acting so hard. <laughs>